Happy Tuesday and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Airport Minute where each and every day, Monday through Friday, we go over the greatest disaster movie ever made, the 1970 Universal Pictures movie, Airport. I am one of your hosts, Jim O'Kane of TVDads.com. And I'm host number two from, well, who cares where I'm from? Anyway, the, the really big news today is we have the ambassador of love back on the show, Mr. Peter <laughs> J. Regan. Oh, thank you, Mark. Peter, That's the, very the, nice. the public wants you here all the time. I so tell you, you're back. Been, it, the reviews I, I've seen were been very flattering. Yeah. Uh, when I when I heard some, I redefined someone's life. Honestly, that <laughs> I, I'm humbled by that. I'm humbled. Yes. by that kind of feedback. But People have the changed time, their religions listening to you. <laughs> All right, all right. Wow. Now, well, let, let, I, I don't want to get off topic too early on. No, this. no, no. Okay, well, let's, let's talk about this episode. Yes, it, 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 half second at a time. He was like stepping through it frame by frame. It was the Zapruder <laughs> film of his day. All right, all right Jim, give so, us a recap. Here we are. Okay, so we're looking at minute 97, the title of which is mm. Bumpy Weather Ahead. Uh, mm-hmm. We just finished uh, uh, watching, Bert, uh, watching Dean Martin school young uh, Skylar Schultz about uh, – talking about Setzel wins and Morton holds and all that jazz because uh, he was pointing out that the stars seemed to be moving outside and it looked like they were turning around, but now he, he got to shut up. So uh, we're back there with Skylar and the Schultzes and dad doesn't quite understand. And Skylar's a little bit too uh, nervous to tell dad that he doesn't know what the heck. Did he uh, talk to the, to the big pilot guy? Yeah. So he, he didn't know. <laughs> he, what just, he, just, he just got schooled by Matt Helm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so much for your college education. Thank right. you. He'll never be an well, Asian. I, I hate that. Daddy, you know, what does ring a ding ding mean? <laughs> here's the here's a question for you. Now, now being as uh, for those follow, people who followed my podcast with you earlier, you know that I fly on a regular basis. What's interesting about this scene is something that is only uh, you see in 1970. The overhead bins. Has no carry-on luggage. Yeah, they don't even have lids. They don't even have a right, right. Well, that's that safety component. I'd rather you know bring home my sewing machine, put up up ahead above in case of something. Well, if something lands on you, it's either a pillow or pillow or a blanket. Yeah, right. Or or a fedora. There is there is a fedora. There is a fedora up there. But I find it so amusing. I go, you know, the quaint days when you actually got on a plane, you didn't lug half your bedroom. Yeah, uh, <laughs> just I to skip that you, $25 uh, baggage fee. And, you know, I don't know what it is about me, but when I'm getting on the plane, I always end up with somebody in front of me, uh, and I uh, not a little old lady, but uh, someone who needs help with their mm-hmm. luggage. And I always want to go, <laughs> you know what? If you're incapable of bringing the, putting your luggage into the overhead bin, then check it. But that sounds like I lack empathy. And yeah. I, no. I can tell you, I have a lot of empathy. Yeah, and you seem to fly a lot with people who sell anvils for a living, so they just want you to help them out. <laughs> I, I just happened to notice that the Schultzes picked a prime row because the seats in front of them will not recline. Uh, Skyler is sitting next to an exit row. He's got the, mm, little, nice. the little latch there, so... You're absolutely correct. Uh, lucky day for the uh, Schultzes. They get that extra leg room. Even back then, that was extra leg room. So. Yes, uh, that was a well. That was a, apparently a secret back then that people didn't realize. Well chosen now, seat. Yeah. That's a question here. Uh, when when Dean Dino there asked the guy how the trip was going, you never see that actor's face. You just hear him talk about how he put. He decided to put 
his drink on the uh, armrest. Uh, does he still get paid more because he's speaking? Yeah, I think he. I think he did get paid a little bit more. But of course, that guy was uh, a universal contract player, so he was just getting enough money for being in the show anyway. He was like Pat Priest or any of the other universal players. Oh, you were... actually know who that he's talking to? Uh, Pat he... Priest is a girl sitting behind yeah, uh, uh, Helen Hayes. Helen Hayes, <laughs> right, Mar- right, Marilyn the monster. Munster. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah but, this, this is another I... guy that. Uh, he was in a couple episodes of like Gomer Pyle and stuff. I've seen him on other shows. I can't think of his name, but he is listed in the credits. So we'll probably point that out. Maybe I'll highlight him. I think on it was the, uh, Irving Stolman. Sure. He's great. Yeah. So well, it, I just like the way Jeff, my since favorite you brought up Gomer Pyle. Uh, what is Gomer's cousin's name? Cooper. Well done. Well done. Again, this is like basic level trivia, Peter. You got to work on these things. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, Jim. Hold on, let me go check. What did uh, what did Gomer Pyle retire as? Uh, Gomer retired. Didn't he go back to help him? A G eight uh, military contractor? No, he was right. There. Right, he retired as a lance corporal. He became a lance corporal. Oh, oh, he didn't go work for Halliburton. Lance that carbuncle. Yeah, there you go. So anyway, uh, yeah, the thing that I like about Dean, he asks the question about you know to the passenger. And yeah. he totally, you know, blah 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 blah. I put it on the, I put it on the, uh, the armrest, and it didn't spill a drop. <laughs> and the guy doesn't go, "Hey, I'm still talking here, buddy. Can can you turn around and look at me? Stop staring at Whit Bissell." Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Miss uh, Quonset there doing her knitting. Yeah, talk about well, well. Dean is going. Where have I seen that guy before? Oh yeah, Creature from the Black Lagoon. I love that movie. <laughs> he was in the Trouble with Tribbles. So he was awesome. I always find it funny how the airline decides to do advertising for Rome on the plane. Yeah, you're already there, but just in case. Yeah, you didn't I mean, know. aren't you already going there? Do you have to sell the people on the plane? Yeah, shouldn't you be having, having pictures of the Bahamas? Right. Next exactly. time you're going in January, maybe you want to go someplace where you don't have to wear an overcoat. A little cross pollination opportunities yeah. here, you know, go for different venues. Ah, oh well. Uh, but you know Nobody what? Asked. Honestly, though. With Dean here, I, I do see when he does that long pause, it takes my heart away. No mm. words. Yes. You know what he's speaking there with his eyes? He's speaking, I'm concerned for my pregnant mistress. That's what he's saying. Yeah. It's all over his eyes. And then you go, well, look at that profile, Fizz. Minute 58. I know we only have two seconds left in the minute, but look at that profile, Mark. Oh, we're already there already. Well, you're, you're uh, really, you really hit the fast forward button on that. Sorry, one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You want to get, get done with this? <laughs> and okay, that's that. Done. Happy Tuesday. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Okay. Let's go back to the kid. And yeah. uh, I mean, I was just, where was I? I was just looking at, at second nine. If you look, Van Heflin looks like he's going to explode. Yeah, he's yeah, he's practice, mad. practice, practice. So I've keep, got like a bomb. I want to right, right in back of him. The, the, Former Attorney General, nice. Of the United States. He, but but look how his hands are shaking. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, he drink, obviously. No, you know. Yeah. So he step. gets he gets back Little there details. with the other with the other two stewardesses after you know he he walks back there and uh, we've got real American Airlines uh, Patty Paulson that uh, blonde woman is an actual American Airlines uh, stewardess who was also given a SAG card and told she could be in movies about airplanes. She didn't really. Uh, she didn't. Uh, did she seek a career in Hollywood, or did yeah, she stay? Yeah, she kind of wound up being a PR rep for American Airlines for about twenty years. She she was in a lot of their print advertising. She was in a lot of uh, American Airlines commercials, uh, and you know she also did movies. So I guess nice a nice face of uh, of an airline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then you cut it right over to a Mel. Oh, yeah, they, well, no, we cut over to, well, yeah, Mel, and then he's talking to the guy who uh, who also happens to be the technical um, advisor for this movie. Who, Doug? Doug, yeah, Doug is actually uh, the technical advisor on the movie. And so, should we ask Doug why no government agency is involved in this whole thing? It's just being well, held between him and Mel? He's an FAA guy, so I would assume that somewhere he should be hitting a button for FBI. And we find we actually get a time when this is happening. If you look uh, in front of Mel, uh, uh, no, in front of Doug, he's got a clock. It's a digital clock, so it's uh, after midnight. It's uh, 12.30 and 33 seconds. We finally have an identifiable time. Where is that, Jim? Where I don't see it. Well, if you Hold go on, to Jim. second 33, go to second 33, oh. Oh. and on the uh, dashboard there of God knows what those switches do. Oh, yeah, yeah, 33, 33. 33, 33, 33, 34. Yeah, so it's it's 33 minutes after midnight in uh, Chicago. Wow. Yeah, you and Eric Clapton. But I'm bummed. Yeah. You get that, Jim? I know, we're going to let it all hang out. I understand. (laughs) I am old, too, like you. Very good, Jim. Jim's firing on all cylinders (laughs) today. He's got the Goober point. He's got the Eric Clapton. And I tell you, you define what it means to be a winner. Mm-hmm. I tell you, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Coming from you, Peter, well, I, 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 I appreciate it. I only wish we had a teletype machine here so you could tell us what motto it is. Yeah. Keep working, keep working. <laughs> I'd really be impressed. Okay, so I'm looking at Doug's table, okay? You're looking at Doug's mm-hmm. table with the rotary phone uh, built uh, into it. Where's the, and where's the, uh, where's the clock? Up it's to in the, the left. It's... Up to the left. It goes from 0 oh, to 32. Oh, my bad. Oh, wow, that is gigantic. Yeah. Like what time is it? It's right here. Yes. So uh, dear old Doug is is telling him uh, about uh, what's what's going on with the frequencies and stuff. What's the yeah, frequency, Doug? One tweet too. Yeah, I got you. Yes. Remember when uh, Dan Rather was attacked yeah, on the streets think... of New York by a guy yes, screaming, what's the, fre- what's the frequency? What's the Kenneth? frequency? You know what? If you go on the Wikipedia mm. and look up Dan Rather, that incident is actually uh, mentioned. Poor guy. Well. Uh, yeah, there we are. So here we are. The guy uh, or half, Dan Rather? No, we're here. Dan Rather. Yeah. I like Dan Rather. Yeah. Yeah. So here I've we are. At half, so... We're at half past midnight, and those same four guys are still on duty in the back from the, from I think the last time you were on, Peter, weren't weren't they there in minute four? Weren't wow, they must be really tired. Yeah, it yeah. must be. I mean, where's the Snoopy people? Where's that Snoopy doll? Oh, Snoopy's got to be way in that. Back. It's right there uh, in front of the guy on the left. It's, it's all lit up from below. Okay. And I'm sorry, not to get too far ahead, but what is the significance? What is the white phone versus the red phone signify? The white the, uh, the uh, white phone is for courtesy. Yeah. And the red phone <laughs> is for an emergency. Yeah. So we've we've had him talking on the white phone already to make the that's where they made the intercom call a couple of minutes ago to find uh, Maureen Stapleton out there on the out there in the crowd. I'm trying to figure out what those switches are above it. There's there's like a bunch of switches just nailed into the wall. I don't know what it does. So, hold on for a second. So I have a little continuity issue here. Doug has to use a phone, but Mel is using the um, the handset. The CB radio. Yeah, well, right. What's that all about, Jim? I don't understand. Why? Why does it Mel use a phone? Uh, I don't know. He's talking live on the on the thing. He's you know, and it's weird because he's dialing he the, the frequency of the plane, right, Jim? Yeah, but he's talking like he's talking to the radio. He's talking to his radio. Yet Doug is talking right. on a phone. It's, I don't know. They're using a the landline to chat with him. It's very I mean, odd. 
he's got two phones there, mm-hmm. and we're not even talking about the phone on his desk. So you got a white phone, you got a red phone, you got a desk phone. But well, none of those phones are any good. You got to go to the mic. They didn't use the microphone, I guess, before that. This is how they talk to each other. That's how Danny. That's how Danny talks to him in the snow desk. Yeah, but Danny's. I mean, that's there's an exception. That's a dead end job. I mean, yeah, that's a you know, it's the uh, it's a snow desk. Yeah. So, but <laughs> this has been a really uh, tightly focused and uh, heavily researched uh, episode. I can tell. So we are. No, I can yeah. tell. I mean, yeah. I was looking. I, look, he had me at the slumming, the uh, slumming captain. Yeah, slumming captain uh, line. Yeah, that's perfect, yeah, perfect nice. line. That's not yeah, that's not sixties. Where well, right, exactly. Yeah. Thank you for insulting and you know for, for, people who pay. Yeah, the well, the, wor- the working class are in the yeah the the state yeah the steerage. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes, these schlubs that can't afford a good solid. Uh, uh, tower of shrimp, like they have in first class. Well, Jim, Jim, right. you may, maybe could remember what was what would a first class ticket back in 1970 have been, roughly from Chicago to Rome. Uh, yes, yeah. I would say in the neighborhood of fifteen hundred dollars, which was a lot. Really, of money Jim? Then. Is that true? Yeah, I, I would say it's almost. Now two- that sounds like a guess. It is a guess. It's an educated oh. guess. I'd say I would say it's about They're highly two- educated. It was about three times the price of a of a coach ticket, and we already know. Four hundred and seventy-four dollars is what it costs to get uh, stale nuts on a, on the back of a plane. Remember? And how do you know that? Because Marcus Rathbone uh, whined about it when he told uh, Gwen that the nuts were stale. A couple of nice. Ago. See, Jim, you bring it full circle. Trying to keep it, oh trying gosh. to keep it relevant. Man, man, Jim's bringing it home. Hmm. So, uh, so we're watching, <laughs> we're watching Dino, and he's telling him, to, you know. Dude, he did tell Gwen what's going on, but he's not going to tell the schlub uh, stewardesses no. in the back. Well, no, he's they're, not they're, sleeping with them. Why should he? Yeah. Exactly. There might be a bomb, but who knows, you know? You ever notice that guy with the briefcase in 20, 23A? Well, in fairness to Dino, he has to bring her into it, the conspiracy of, of what's going on in order for her to participate. Right, she's got to get and, ready to slap Helen Hayes in a couple. Right, right. Ho, ho, Jim. Well, Don't get ahead no, of yourself. No. Well, she has to get no, ready for you, it. If you, if hey, you, what's uh, a little elder abuse in a film? Mm. Come on. Mm. Well, back in the 60s, it was uh, frowned upon. Now, apparently, it's a common occurrence. No, back yeah. in the 60s, parents could discipline their kids. Mm. Right. And you know? stewardesses could discipline, discipline their passengers. grandmother if you had to. Right, back of the hand. Hello. Lady, I'm going to crack you across the face. <laughs> And it's only because you deserve it. Yeah. Right. Now come back here for another one. How'd you Thank like? You. Yeah. How'd you like to have a high five on your mouth? Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> dear old dear old Dean has has told him to put everything up, and and then we we went to Bert's going to tune in on listening to what's going on with Flight Two, and then when Bert we get, when we get back from no, uh, he's fired. when we get when we get back to Mel, <laughs> uh, when we get back from Mel, Dean has already somehow beamed himself over to first class. Well, he walked back. Yeah, so. yeah, he, and he gave him the once over the shoulder look at uh, our bomber there to see how he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's still with his little map, yep. bossing off every key point where he is. And Vern says that but, he's sorry to have to put this on Gwen, but if if Vern goes back there a second time, um, Guerrero might get suspicious. Well. Didn't they already discuss the plan as to what was going to happen next, that she was going to go back? Wasn't that always right. the plan? Yeah, and obviously, like, he, he had to circle back with her because he Hi, felt I'm the captain of the ship, and I need you to go forward 
with me to the cockpit so I can make out a report. Yeah. He probably doesn't even. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll tune in uh, on on that at a, at a later occasion. But <laughs> a uh, a very action packed episode, though I think it's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. Again, this is not uh, this is worthy of uh, my participation as opposed to that earlier podcast of uh, that was should have been sent to the Island Misfit podcast when I was in that stupid room with uh, Quonset eating that food for a, a week. Oh, we got a lot of mileage out yeah, of that. Yeah, that was a great that was a great scene. Sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and a fireplace, a fireplace in an airport. Come on. Uh, it was a good time. <laughs> that was a good time. That was a yeah. great scene, man. Well, I loved it. We're going to be on this airplane an awful long time. So, uh, we yeah. but at least another 2-300 episodes. <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> this podcast ain't stopping. We're never bringing this in for a land. We're going to keep going. We're going to we're going to go forever. Yeah, we're going to go through the Universal uh, logo and just keep talking about that as it goes to black. And then, then you see when this, in Southern California, yeah, please visit visit Universal Studios. Yeah, and then just have the empty leader with the uh, the finish and an X running through it. It'll be great. So mm. all something to look forward to. But since yeah. this is only this is only Tuesday, so why don't we uh, pick up some more of this uh, heavy action going on in the plane as. Gwen puts the plan into uh, into effect. So we'll uh, we'll pick this all up tomorrow. Uh, Peter, you can join us tomorrow, right? You're gonna oh, be... hold on a check. Um, yes, I'm, I'm free. Okay, well, well, you can if you can squeeze us in, we'll we'll come back and, and chat more about this. Uh, if folks want to get personal personal with uh, Mr. Peter Regan, you can do it on any of our websites <laughs> and stuff. You yeah. Go to, uh, go, <laughs> go to Twitter and you can tweet about Peter Regan. Peter, do you have a uh, Twitter account? I do not. I don't oh. think I do. I'm not sure. I'll you don't then. <laughs> okay, you can leave a message for Peter and we'll, we'll it should pass be it Harry on. one at twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, you can leave us a message for, for Peter at Twitter on Airport Minute. You can go visit us. Actually, the best place to see him is at uh, our Facebook page for the uh, Airport Commanders Club. Uh, look right, I can read off some uh, additional uh, remarks sent there. Exactly. Peter is one of the funniest people you've had on in recent yeah. memory. I had to pull oh, over the car because I was going to hit something. It was so funny. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> I hit a deer and I feel bad, but not as bad as missing out on another episode with Peter Regan. If I uh, know that Peter's going to be on the show, I preload with Flonase so that I don't cough myself to death laughing so hard. Yes. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's very funny. I try. All right. Okay. So Bye-bye. anyway. Bye-bye. Cu- Come back. Well, I think we're done here. Yeah, I think so. But visit visit really our visit our website airportminute.com. Go to iTunes, subscribe uh, airport. Got nothing Minute. else going on. Visit the website. Yeah, visit the yeah. website. We've got lots of swag. Lots of swag. What's <laughs> going on? Yeah. I'm sorry, Tim. I couldn't resist. No, it's okay. If, if, you, were, if, if you didn't hear if it, Peter, you're tired old... and have no life. Yeah. We've got the solution for you. Right? That's yeah. right. If you're alone in a dark basement. Visit our website. Yeah. If you're taking a break from writing your manifesto in your Unabomber cabin, <laughs> boom, we've got the solution for you. Uh, Just say, who knows? I, I might have saved a life. Come yeah. on, Jim. Lighten up, Jim. Right, Jim. Yeah. You know, we bring we bring something to society. <laughs> right, my my wife just said, "What's wrong with you?" So I gotta I gotta rein it in. Uh, okay. My wife has been on her her best behavior. I've been, I know she's behind me somewhere in the kitchen. Yeah. But... Shaking Behind her head. Every great man is a great woman. Mm. This is true. Oh, now she's talking. Uh-oh. I've, I've aroused So her. join us tomorrow with Karen Regan as we uh, continue. <laughs> Peter, do you have an extra headset? Yes. Oh, no, we don't. 
<laughs> we'll talk about this. So join us here Wednesday. We'll see how many Regas we can get on the show. Be here for the airport minute. Until tomorrow, good day. Nice going, sweetheart. Remind me to send a thank you note to Mr. Bowling. Thank you.